Welcome to the Lights, Camera, Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. Here is your host, Lee. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Lights, Camera, Rant. And for everyone who's watching or listening in, thank you for being here and thank you for coming back every single week. Because this is our second episode for 2023, which, holy shit. It's still, I know we did an episode last week, uh, there was the first episode of 2023, but I'm just, I'm still trying to wrap my, around, my head around the fact that we're in 2023. I had to write the date down the other day and I wrote 2022 and I'm like, shit. 2023. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, it's just gobsmacked that, you know, we're already here and there is so much news coming in, so many more announcements. Everything is coming ahead for this year. And it's just like, I'm so excited and I have some so exciting news for you as well to announce if you haven't been posting us on social media. So, for this particular episode, as you always know, we look into the news and we go into the reviews. Which, this particular episode, we're going to be reviewing the massive weight, I say, sorry, the massive weight, um, oh, the unbearable weight of massive talent with Nicolas Cage for two reasons we don't get into. Sorry, it's such a long title. <laughs> I was like, I was like trying to, I read it twice, so I was like, I won't make this up. And I still did, so here we are. But guys, as you always know, we are currently streaming on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and our episodes come out every Tuesday morning. So definitely, definitely subscribe, tune in, so, so you don't miss a single beat. And the announcement I did, I just mentioned that I want to get into was we have just launched our brand new website. If you haven't gone and checked it out, please do. Uh, over the this Christmas break, I was looking over our website and I thought. You know, when I first started the podcast, because we obviously go through Anchor, and Anchor offers this uh, free website you can go to, which is WordPress, and which I try made it. It is not the easiest thing to make a website on, which is WordPress. I was like, it took me probably a day or two just to try and, I don't know, I think I'm kind of tech savvy, but this was just a little bit difficult to try and set up. So I did, and that was back in 2021, and I haven't looked at it since, uh, just for analytics, and that's all. And in the past week, I was looking at it, I thought, no, you know, we've done so much on our Instagram, we've done so much with our streaming, our logos, and I thought, I've got to work on this. So what I started doing was I was working on it, I was, t- I was filling around with a few things, and then I was like, Nah, this ain't gonna work. I need to look for somewhere. I need to look at something else. And I got a suggestion for Pod Page, uh, which I had look at and looked amazing. Everything, trust me, I highly recommend you get onto it. It's called Pod Page for any podcaster that wants to check it out. It is everything a podcaster needs to set up. It was so easy to set up, so easy to you know, connect everything and make it streamlined as possible. Because so I had a friend tell me that, you know, you got to keep in mind, your website is going to be one of the first things that people look at. So I was looking at going, 
well, I really need to fix I really need to fix this. So that's why. And so I really hope that you've all had a look at it. Let definitely give me feedback on what you think, what you don't like, what is easy. So what this website makes it easy for is that you can listen to us on the on the website. You can watch us all listen to us, all video, all episodes are on there. As well, I can direct you to our Twitter, our Instagram, our TikTok, our IMDB, as well as it will contain vlogs about the episodes as well as they come out. So it's a, it was a complete overhaul of our website, and I wanted to make sure that in this day and age, where everything, you know, Technology-wise, you're going to want everything streamlined, so I've tried to make it as streamlined as possible. And our store is on there as well, which you can jump on to. Another thing that I've been working on this past week is the store. So one of my New Year's resolutions was to get back into the gym. Uh, yeah, you'd probably say, well, you don't need to go to the gym. You look pretty rummy. Yeah, no, no. It's, uh, that's why you can only see this half of me if you're watching. <laughs> if you're watching. Um, so I used to go to the gym before COVID happened. I used to go very regularly. And then when COVID hit, it was, I moved house. It was out from a regular gym. So I quit. I was like, oh, well, there's no point going back. And then when finally we got out of lockdown in our state, uh, we could go out. Gyms got flooded like it was January every single week. So I still put on the back burner. I was like, nah, I'll come to that later. And then... In the past week, I was talking to my partner, Manny, and I thought, you know what? No, no, no. New year, not new year, new me, new year, new meme. No, but I thought, you know what? No, I've got no more excuses. Year moves, a cycle around everybody. Everything's been open for a while. So let's get into it. So I've joined the gym at the same time. In this past week, it was a big part. It was a big week for the past. <laughs> got a few things done. So when I also go to the gym, that's when at the same time I added more things onto our merch store. So now you can get active wear with our logo on it. And you could all, we also have a long sleeve version, which uh, got the inspiration from Michael from Star Wars. If you don't know who he is, you need to go to his website, his store, and his podcast right now. And then come back to us. But I got the inspiration for him for getting a long sleeves t-shirt. So... Props to him, and I've added that to store. So we've got four new things in our store. So we have about there's about 15 options on there. If you want beanies, if you want t-shirts, jumpers, tank tops, active wear, shorts, which I'm looking forward to, and I can't wait to see how they come out. But please go check that out, and go check our website. And please, as the last note, what you would like to see in the merch store, and what would you like to see uh, on our website? Is there something missing, or something that we could add so definitely give us that feedback but without further ado let's dive into the news so when we get in the news we gotta keep in mind one thing guys in one week so on the 15th of january definitely don't forget to cheer into the last of us the hbo max tv series first episode will be drawing what well that will be dropping uh, when I was writing out all the notes for this particular episode, I was like, oh, that's right. The Last of Us is a week away. Shit. So, yes, don't forget, Sunday for us in Australia, Sunday, 15th of January, it will be dropping uh, on binge for us. Uh, definitely 
Yeah, I think it's been for us. No, that's a good ship. Tim Jamison and Cook. Uh, definitely we'll be dropping on binge. But yeah, one more week. I know everyone's excited. Now, another thing that happened this past week, which I do feel really sad, which is sad and good at the same time. Well, mainly, mainly sad. So, unfortunately, Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye, was in a very terrible snowplow accident, uh, which our thoughts go out to his family, fr family friends, and pets. Um, yeah, unfortunately, he did post a photo on his Instagram page. He is doing well. Apparently, he was in a critical uh, position. But now he is a right and he is on the mend. Not too many details on what happened on the accident. They're a bit blurry, depending on which news platform you go on to. But something happened with his snowplow and it all went terribly wrong. Um, and I do feel bad for him because... Uh, January the 7th was his birthday. Uh, so happy birthday to Jeremy Renner. I hope you are the man to keep feeling better. Uh, there's plenty more Hawkeye that we need to see in the MCU. And so he will be now 52 years old. But oh, so close to your birthday and that happened. So it's good to see he's on the mend. All thoughts go out to him. So hopefully that he will all well. Didn't actually know this, but he also shares the same birthday with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so Nick Cage... Is turning, I think he turned 59. God, man, he's nearly 60, that guy. But yeah, he shares, here's a little trivia fact, he shares the same birthday with uh, Jeremy Renner, with Nicolas Cage. So, there's your tidbit for today. Uh, but yeah, terrible. But still speaking about Marvel, though, for any Black Panther fans, um, Black Panther 2 will be streaming on Disney Plus on the 20th of this month. It will be coming to Disney Plus. So for anyone who has not seen Black Panther Forever, which if you haven't, I don't understand why. And that's really, um, that's really gobsmacked. I don't know how you've not watched it. But it will be Disney Plus, And I know I will definitely tune in to go rewatch it again. Because it's such a gripping movie. It's such an emotional movie. Which I'm going to be sitting down and watch with my partner. Um... And another thing is, not only just want to see more Black Panther, but I really, I really want to see Namor again. I want to watch all those scenes with Namor, both when he's attacking Wakanda, and just those small parts when he's talking to Shiri, talking to his people. So I'm really looking forward to that. So 20th of January, Black Panther, River fans, you're in for a treat. Um, still speaking about Marvel, so as we all predicted, very much everyone predicted this and you're going to know exactly probably you know what we're talking about in the past news is that dave batista has gone and recently interviewed and said guns galaxy 3 will be his last role or sorry last time as drax the destroyer apparently he doesn't want that to be his legacy and he wants to go more do more serious films and i think to myself i'm like dude i understand you don't want it to be a legacy but like I can't, I understand, you can still do the other, th other things and still be Drax, it doesn't type, type cast you, and you should be happy, everyone loves Drax, Every, you know, everything done, yes, you could be more of a destroyer, there's an argument there, but, yeah, if he wants to go move on, that's fine, you gotta remember, Guns Galaxy 1 was 2014, 20, yeah, I want to say 2014, roughly about there's when Guns Galaxy, the first one came out, oh, right? 
yeah, yeah, I know. Avengers was actually to the yeah, actually, yeah. Well, we're, we're at the end 2014 with Guardians Galaxy. So he's been playing this role for nearly about nine, eight to nine years now. So it is understandable he does want to move on. I know he did very well got a lot of praise for his role in Glass Onion, which I still need to watch. Uh, but I understand where he's leaving. And this kind of adds into that little theory that I was talking about last week was we we know this is the last time we will see the team together, but we don't know who's going to live, who's going to die. Our whole rumor is it could be Drax. Our whole rumor is it could be Rocket, or it's going to be Peter. It's it's somebody, but we do know someone's going to die. So, And because the wonderful trailer thinks James Gunn, we can't tell who's what because everyone looks like they're in a dire situation. So, yes, uh, for anyone who's a Drax fan of Dave Batista, you're definitely going to have to tune in for Guardians Galaxy, because this will be the last time he will be appearing in this role. Uh, including, speaking of done with roles and returning to roles, so I'm probably going to butcher her name, but Frank, Frankie or Frank A. Jansen? Uh, she played Jean Grey in the original X-Men movies, 1, 2, and 3, and she was also in The Wolverine. So if you, do, if you haven't watched that, she's also the mum in Taken. Uh, there's a whole rumor going around that she will be returning for Deadpool 3, and she's going to be returning for Secret Wars. Now, I did... I, if she's back, fantastic. I think she was one of the highlights of the original trilogy. She was fantastic in Jean Grey, and if she's in Secret Wars and Deadpool 3... Holy, holy fuck. That'd be just, especially if she still has all of her powers, anything, remember, anything's on the table for Secret Wars, and I say it's nearly every single episode, but anything is on the table. So, you got to remember, which I was talking to a friend this the other day, was that Secret Wars is in very much early, early development. So, yes, anything's on the table, but the bigger question is not who is going to appear in it, is who isn't going to appear in it, which I did get an answer the other day, uh, which I was I was like, oh, that's correct, but too soon. Uh, but the question is, who isn't going to appear? Because you got to remember, Kevin Feige is going to pull everything, every stop to get everyone in this movie. That is the biggest question. So, with Secret Wars, your wildest theories might come true. I know I sound like a Hallmark ad, but it's true. The most wildest theory... Might happen because you're right. Wiggy, Deadpool, and Wolverine in the same movie with Hugh Jackman, which we all predicted could never happen. Maybe it would happen in Secret Wars, but nope, we're getting it here and now. So do not forget that. Um, and let's move on. Is that we also got saw that apparently Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was in Bullet Train, he was also in Godzilla. He was also in Avengers 2 as Quicksilver for that very short time. And he was basically a Hawkeye shield, which he probably could have used him. Oh, he had a, the snowplow as well. Maybe. Maybe too soon. Apparently, <laughs> uh, he, he met with the Bond producers about an upcoming Bond role. Now, we don't know if this was brought to be Bond or if this was brought to be a villain or something. But... Because you got to remember, the next Bond film will be looking for the new Bond because Daniel Craig is done, he's dusted, close on that chapter, go get the Blu-ray 4K collection disc, but yes, that is closed. So, 
the biggest question is going is is he going to be Bond or be a Bond villain? Which I think either way he does it, I'd be happy either because he's a fantastic actor and. And all those movies I just mentioned, besides Bullet Train, because I still need to watch Bullet Train as well, he is fantastic in all of them. But keep that in mind, Aaron Taylor-Johnson is currently in the running. Uh, moving on, we also got an Evil Dead Rise trailer, which is a brand new movie, which is coming out April 21st. That is one bloody, bloody trailer. And the poster is creepy as fuck. I posted it on Instagram. And I was like, this is... Actually, no. I did post on Instagram, but oh, I was I was doing something late. No, I can't remember. And I was on social... I think it was on PlayStation or social media. And I saw the poster. It was at night. I was like, shit. I was like, oh, it's from... I was like, Jesus. So, poster's really cool. The poster's really creepy. Which I think movie posters is kind of like... One of those dying art forms that, you know... Where are the posters that you used to see for Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, Ghostbusters... You know, Jaws, you know, those those kind of types of posters. I feel like they need to bring that kind of style back, not just the floating head style that you see all the freaking time. There anyway, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Unfortunately, Marvel do not help their credit by doing this. Uh, but moving on, we also got the first look at the Gran Turismo movie uh, from Sony. That is coming out in 11th August this year. Now, the trailer... No, it wasn't a trailer. It was a first look. Start off with the OG uh, OG sounds from the Gran Turismo when you're about to take off. Uh, you saw David Harbour, saw Orlando Bloom talking about the movie. This is hot, high-octane action. And Neil Blunk, like really butcher that. He's very excited for this. I was actually watching an interview where what drew him to the project was both the story. So for the Gran Turismo movie, now for anyone who lives under a rock, Gran Gran Turismo is the real driving simulator. So this came out of the PlayStation One. There's been about about nine, seven eight games based on this on this uh, franchise and basically is the realistic driving simulator which has been fantastic on both the tracks, the cars, the customization. It is the premier racing game. Everything else comes under this. So Sony with both The Last of Us, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Twisted Metal, they're pumping out more TV shows and movies. Now, this movie sounds very interesting because we know sometimes with car movies, they're a hit and miss. Like, Fast and Furious was st- it's still ongoing, still going. Uh, but the Need for Speed movie was kind of half-baked and kind of shit. So, but this, I feel like it's going to be very different. So, the Grand Turismo movie is based on a real story of someone who's playing the game got really good at the game, and it went on to be a real race car driver. Now, there's many, many, many people who have done that, but this is what it's based off. And that's the big thing that I'm really excited to see. And some of the shots that we got in this first look, you know, we got in the rain, you got in a normal. I'm so excited to see where this, what this is going to bring. And just seeing on the big screens will be awesome. 
So we got the first look for that. No trailer yet, but in August we will be getting it. So if anyone's a PlayStation fan um, and all exclusive, they're all coming out. Movies, TV shows, sorry, movies, TV shows, they're all pumping out. Uh, another thing is moving on. Speaking of obviously keeping on movies, Avatar wins the box office for 2023. Avatar 2 has overtaken Top Gun as the premier highest grossing movie of 2023, which surprisingly, look, I could take, I could take the fact that Avatar beat Black Panther, which it shouldn't have, um, but I'm so, so, totally surprised it overtook Top Gun, because that just kept making, it just kept making money more and more and more. I was very surprised Avatar uh, overtook that. I'm sure Tom Cruise is not happy and he's already finding a way of what extreme stunt he can do that will make more money. But yes, Avatar 2 is the highest grossing movie, which which James Gunn is going on the fact that because it became the highest grossing and hit margin, he will be making 3 and 4 for the next 6 to 7 years, which the gaps aren't going to be as big. I think it's in 2 years, which could Avatar 3. Which is about the five people. I still love how he's like, oh, this, this all came to me, you know, completely original idea. I did not watch Avatar The Last Airbender at all. I don't know what that is. Why? Is that very similar? Yeah, yeah, we all know what you. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah we, we, we know James Cameron. We know where you get the idea from. Uh, curious enough, I, I did. I, this was, I thought was really interesting, was Edward Norton. Uh, turned down a role in Avatar 2 because he wanted to play, he didn't want to play Jimmy, he wanted to play on a Na'vi. So, I thought that was interesting. You you want to play one of the premier characters? That's fair enough. But, uh, yeah, so, Edward Norton was going to be, was up for a role. I'm curious to know what role that was going to be. Anyway, yes, for everyone. Sorry, Zach, from the Nerdos podcast. Avatar wins 2022 but it will not win 2023 which is the biggest question of what movie is going to win 2023 at the box office that's the billion dollar question um which guys galaxy i guys galaxy 3 i think very much could be at the very top there uh and for anyone who's a batman fan colin but Farrell, Colin Farrell, or he's played Penguin. He's got a record set of the, the spin-off show with the Penguin. That starts shooting in Feb, so we probably won't see that until 2024. God, I know it's not long, but it feels ages since the Batman came out. And there's still no confirmation about the Batman 2, but James Gunn has mentioned the fact that in the next month or two, we are meant to get his big plan. And that's going to be something that we will cover here. But yes, we will get his big plan over the next month or two from James Gunn of the 10-year plan for the DC shitty reboot crap universe at this stage. And my last little tip of the news, which I was really happy about, which I know there was rumblings that this might not happen because a production company um, sold down with Amazon, but... That's not having Netflix series Wednesday has confirmed season two will be happening. Uh, no date at this stage. I predict it will most likely be 2024, either before we get season two. But yes, they have confirmed it now. I know a lot of people 
they will be of course to give me season two. Netflix is sometimes you can't always guarantee that um, with Netflix is what shows will. Oh yeah, this will guarantee. How many times have we seen as a great show from Netflix? And go, yeah, they had season two, and then boom, it's cancelled. Well, boom, then that's it. So there was no full. Even even the people who who made uh, Wednesday even were record saying. Uh, in a very early interview, saying the fact they they've got a plot if it's confirmed season two. If not, they understand and they keep that door open. However, I think if they were if they're going to cancel, if Netflix were going to do a season two, I feel like someone would have stepped in and picked up, like what they did with Lucifer. Uh, you know, Fox didn't want it, so Netflix picked it up. And look how many more seasons, how much more money it would make. I know some would have picked up Wednesday, probably Amazon, but. Don't worry, guys. Season 2 will be ahead, but I would predict you will not see anything for that until 2024. Now, that's all the biggest news that's happened the past week. Now, let's move over to the review, which was kind of Nick Cage-centric, uh, to be honest. Uh, so, first thing, happy birthday to Nick Cage after January, uh, January 7th. So, happy birthday, sir. Uh, 59. Uh, he also went on an interview recently that he will not be returning uh, in the Spider-Verse, uh, across the Spider-Verse 2 and 3, oh, sorry, part 1 and part 2, uh, he said he has been contacted from Sony, no one has mentioned to come back, so, unfortunately, which I'm surprised, because Spider-Man, no war, no war, no war, no war, no war, nah, that's like when you say a word to it, no war, N-O-I-R, you know exactly what I'm talking about, anyway, uh, they've got on the fact that uh, apparently he will not be returning for the character, which I feel like that's a surprise because he was one of the better characters. I really liked Spider. You know, I just liked you know the fact him grabbing the cube, the Rubik's cube, couldn't figure it out. Like, what's this? What's that? Um, so I'm totally surprised that you know he's not not coming up and not coming back, which I thought he would, uh, but. Unfortunately, Nick Cage, which could be a completely drift, spoiler, but judging the way he did an interview, I don't think, um, I don't think he's going to be coming back at all, which is very surprising, but, you know, there's how many other Spider-Man's going to be in this? How many other characters? So you had to trim the fat somewhere, so unfortunately, it might be Nick Cage. But, still speaking of Nick Cage, we got our first trailer trailer for Renfield uh, with both him and Nicholas Holt. Now this is a thing you know, so where we saw photos, leaked photos of this a few months ago but this is the first trailer where Nick Cage is playing Dracula. Yes you heard me correctly he is playing Dracula in this depicted movie which he looks menacing in this trailer and he looks fantastic. So Renfield is the main character which is Nicholas Holt's character which basically he plays Dracula's um, devoted various uh, heroes like Frankenstein and Lurch. Uh, Lurch. I can't remember the name. Where he'll do anything for him. He's his servant. Has has to bring bodies. Has to bring victims so he can eat and all this. And the best thing, what I really liked about this trailer was that he's at a self-help uh, group. And they all talk about work. And, and all these people think he's just talking about work. But he's actually talking about Dracula. And the best thing is that Nick, uh, Nick Cage knocks on the door and someone says, oh, come in, which, you know, in the vampire lore that apparently a vampire can't walk into your house unless you invite them in. 
and that's it. So he freaks out. We get we get Dracula Nick and Nick Cage about to eat all these people and take him all down. But it looks so cool. Yeah, it's interesting these roles that Nicholas Holt does pick up because and when I watch this, is like I always remember the fact he plays Beast. Uh, in the new X-Men movies, Days of Future Past, First Class, Apocalypse, uh, Phoenix, he plays Beast. But it's also interesting to see him play this because I hear body hearts, a warm hearts. Oh, I can't remember the movie he does play, but he plays as a zombie uh, and basically falls in love with this, this bird and this girl. And if starts turning back to normal, which you find out that love is the reason why these zombies can get back to normal, which turns into a whole plot, because as you can imagine, no one believe her, and yeah, you should be doing this because of zombie, but this is what kind of made me think of this movie, so it looks really cool, uh, I definitely has me curious, because I remember seeing the photos of it, you know, seeing, um, Nick Cage, in the photo, behind-the-scenes photos is Dracula, and I thought, oh my god, what is this guy doing? Because we were like, for anyone who really doesn't know, which I'm very surprised, Nick Cage has been over in over about a hundred different movies. He has both been a 90s action star, an early 2000s action star. He's, he's left Hollywood to go do smaller films. He's currently kind of in a career resurgence. He's been married five times. He's also, I think, got some gambling problems as well. And he's got this... He has his own acting style, which he adapted, which is also weird. He is such an interesting character, to say the least. And the biggest thing, the biggest admission from his filmography, which I would love to see would have loved to see, is that turn the clocks back to Batman. First Batman with Michael Keaton. Tim Burton directed Batman 1 and Batman 2. And after Batman 2, Warner Brothers didn't want to do Batman 3 because they were like, oh, it's too dark, blah, 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 kids. We don't want to do that anymore, which we got the Schumacher series, or is he like, okay, if that's what you've chosen, if that's what you want to go for, uh, that's fine. Uh, so he was going to play so tim burton went to go back he was going to make a superman movie with nicholas cage so this i know that's probably a bit hard for people right now go really him go if you go back this was this is in the late 80s early 90s and this is when he was ripped this was when uh you're looking if it does help you're looking at con air nick cage roughly about there or the rock nick cage that's what he would have been for this for this uh, movie you can go on. There has been videos behind the scenes of what this is going to be. There's a movie about the production. Uh, there's also someone made an animated movie of what plot tales they had. So Tim Burton was going to just blow the door open with this. Uh, he was going to blow the door open. So instead of you getting your traditional Superman movie on Earth, he was going to go into space, fight some aliens. Like, honestly, go check it out. There is some wild, wild uh, back uh, drawing boards, storyboards, concept arts of what was in Tim, Bo- Tim Burns' mind for this. You know, unfortunately, there was creative differences there, and Warner Brothers didn't want to go 
with the project and it never saw the liar day and ended. So Nick Cage is also a really big comic book fan. He loves comics, which is why he played Ghost Rider, which he was fantastic in Ghost Rider, both one and two. So there's a rumor that Nick Cage is going to be coming in Ghost Rider in Secret Wars. I love that first uh, Ghost Rider movie, definitely early 2000s. Uh, but yeah, so that was what he was going to be. He was going to play Superman with long hair. They were going to keep the long hair. And he was going to have this really interesting suit. So definitely, he was going to have the black suit and a normal suit. Yeah, honestly, go check it out. It is wild what this movie was going to be. Uh, but yes, that's uh, that's a little bit of history of Nick Cage. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he's going to be playing Dracula. And I honestly... I think he's played nearly everything. He's played a wizard. He's played Dracula. He's played everything on the sun. And that brings me to the movie that we're going to be reviewing for what he played in this movie. So he's played all these different characters and he's gone on to go play himself. Yes. So this movie, The Unbearable Weight of a Mouse Talent, is like a biography about him, about his life, and... He plays himself. He plays himself, uh, and what this is going to be. So he only plays himself. Sorry, he only plays himself where he's going to be. But he also plays another version of him from the nineties in the movie as well. That's the concept. So keep that in mind. <laughs> so what happens is that he's at a point in his career where he's struggling a bit. He's struggling with his family. He's struggling with his daughter. Uh, try and connection because you know it's it's Nick Cage's world. It's all about Nick Cage, and and that's what it's all about. Neil Patrick Harris plays his agent. So this movie was made on a budget of thirty million. Its box office was twenty nine million, and also Pedro Pascal also appears in the movie as well. So as this, he finds out the fact that he tries to go for a role, he doesn't get the role. It's declined, but he did get this offer to go to this person's house uh, and for not for as a visit for a million dollars he says yes because he needs it because he owes all this debt at his hotel he's like all right i'll go which the person is pedro pascal's character who you find it as the movie progresses he's a huge nicholas nicholas cage fan has props has statues has the guns with face off all this memorabilia he's a big fan and he wants Nick Cage to start a screenplay that he wrote. Uh, he never got the screenplay, but he starts going, all right, let's go and make our own movie. And it obviously, because he's in Mexico, so one of the best things about this movie, I will say right now, is the landscape shots and the la- and the locations of this movie are stunning. This, is, this movie, if it does anything for you, it's going to make you want to travel. Some of the locations of this movie are gorgeous. I'm just looking going, God, I wish I was a billionaire. God damn, I wish I was a billionaire to stand places like this. But it's beautiful to look at. Uh, and as I go back to the story, the CIA also catches on to him uh, because they want to know what he's doing there and they want to track Pedro Pascal because he's apparently a drug lord. He's also apparently, he says that he is a killer. He's stolen a daughter. So we also get this movie some flashbacks and movies from both Conan, Face Off, a few others. Uh, it's definitely, obviously, Nick Cage-centric. Um, and then also at the same time this movie is that he 
also Nicholas Nick Cage is also has like an inner voice of a young Nick Cage from the nineties. The uh dig- digital de aging is fantastic. It looks great. The younger version of Nick Cage is definitely pure Nick Cage. One of the strangest things about this movie is that he kisses himself. Yes, as I said it. Yes, they he kisses himself. He, he kisses his his imaginary version of himself in the nineties. Uh yeah, I didn't uh, as I wrote down this in my review, I did not know how else to write that, but yes. Uh if you want to see Nick Cage on Nick Cage, you will definitely see it in this movie. Um but as the story progresses, spoilers, spoilers as you all know, is movie as it progresses, if there's a really cool plot twist in it where Pedro Fresca actually isn't the head of it. He's his cousin is cousin wants to kill him and Nick Cage. Nick Cage need to kill Patrick Pascal character, which they which they don't want to because he's his best friend now because of everything he found out how much he loves him and how much he's a big fan and wants to make this movie. So that turns into a massive firefight with his family. Some great acting, pure Nick Cage on display, especially from the whole family. And Patrick Pas- Patrick Pascal does a fantastic job as. Uh, both for half a good like three quarters of the movie you don't know if he really is the bad guy or is it a great or just a big fan which it plays off really well so that's fantastic so I give him all props for that and as you're looking over you're looking and go oh, okay you know who is it going to be and as the story progresses firefight action family in trouble kidnapping you know all and you were expecting a movie like this. And it turns out at the end, the movie that they do make together is the movie that's based on this. Big applause, fantastic. Nick Cage is back in the game. And that's essentially the plot in it. But it's a it's a great way of showing off his life, especially of his debts, um, especially all everything else in between, and showing the fact that you know, what his life is. So I can only imagine what he thought of when he got this script and went, sold, I'm in, done, I am going to do this definitely. And he 100% nailed out of the park. And I can see, so the reason why I did watch this was not only because it was Nick Cage's birthday, not only because of the fact it's uh, Renfield, but I got recommended for a friend because he puts on a great performance, which he really does fantastically. And I can see why he gets so much praise for this. Because he got so much praise for another movie he did get released. I think it was 2022 or 2021. I think it's 2021 called Pig. And he does a fantastic performance in that. Um, and it's fed Yeah, so this is why I mean he's kind of career resurgence at this stage. Uh, where everybody loves him. He's, pretty, he's pumping out great performances. Because um, it's fantastic. And I would say thank you to everyone popping by. Here we go. Uh, everyone's popping by to say hello. <laughs> so, thank you very much. But this movie, I if you're a Nick Cage fan, I highly recommend it. I did find it towards the end. The last kind of stopped and I was kind of watching going, oh, okay, um, this movie could kind of wrap up. I don't know if I'll go, it's a good movie, but it's not a movie where you're like, oh, let's check that on. Let's go rewatch it again. You know, it was such a good time. Like, no. If I was showing someone and going, oh, you know, you want good Nick Cage movie, watch this. But that's also going down from Kanye, Face Off, Ghost Rider, 
the Sorcerer's Apprentice, um, or uh, I think Raising Arizona. Like it, it's it's kind of down, and then pig pigs in there as well. But yeah, that's the kind of that's kind of where it is at the moment. So definitely go check it out if you want. Definitely, if you're a Nick Cage fan, you will not be disappointed. So that's our review for the unbearable weight of a massive talent. Ah, I got it this time. I nearly, nearly, nearly stuffed it. We got, I got it this time. And look, I want to say thank you very much for everyone tuning in for this episode. And everyone popping by, both listening to us and watching us. And just to wrap us off, please go check out our website. Let me know what you think. And until next time, guys, happy ranting. Thanks for listening to Lights, Camera, Rant. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review, and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, happy ranting.